Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All right, let's go live. Welcome to T25CL Entertainment, Galaxy Talk Radio. United We Stand is the name of my show. I'm your host, Galaxy Chief Andre Ward. It's Saturday, July 21st, 2018. The time currently is 10 a.m. here on the West Coast. Let's go over some temperatures. It's currently 62 degrees here in the Oakland Bay Area, 74 in Los Angeles. 89 in Tulsa, 76 in New York, 82 in London, 78 in Lagos, Nigeria, 61 in Nairobi, Kenya. T25C on Entertainment is your platform for digital entertainment. Please listen to our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week radio show featuring jazz, R&B, blues, hip-hop, and gospel music. Check out the many music artists with available CDs for downloading to your listening devices. We have five radio talk shows. On Monday, we have Compton Politics with Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. On Tuesday, Straight Talk with the Harry Brush <coughs> featuring Barbara McGee. And on Wednesday, we have the Solstice herself, Rosalind Jordan Mills with, with Rosalind's Corner. Thursday, you can hear Soul Vibrations with Corey Jeffries. And on Saturday, my show, United We Stand with Yours Truly. Check out our website for times and login information for each show. We here at Galaxy Talk Radio are not professional broadcasters. We don't get our information from CNN and, and all the global news information networks. We depend on you, our listening audience to keep us informed and keep everybody else informed as well as today's issues of how these things are affecting you on a daily basis. As you know, my show, United We Stand, was named after our film, United We Stand. But the intent was to bring attention to the black economy on a global basis. Our intent is to reach across America and across the globe to build a universal economy and to make new trading partners abroad. As I have said before, our spending capacity here in the United States alone would be the equivalent to the 17th greatest economy in the world. The problem is the circulation of wealth in our communities and with other black-owned businesses in the U.S. When dollars are not recirculated in the community, we, can't, we will have business failures and massive unemployment as we do today. For those of you listening on our website, you can call in. And ask questions to make a comment. We'll be going to a new number starting next week, 605-562-0444. But you can call in on the regular number now at 724-444-7444. I just found that out this morning. And your, our show code is 139-283. And just hit a pound, and I think you had to hit a one pound after that. What's going on with T25CL? 
please visit our website at www.t25co.com. Listen to our free 30-second clip of our music artists. Check out the Camp Choice trailer and rent the film. Also, go to the page of Sandra Smith Films. She has four films on our website. And, of course, the granddaddy of all united we stand. All right. Our topic this week is what's going on in America. As you know, I was out of town last week attending a family reunion. And after I left, I was getting calls from across the country regarding the political issues in D.C. Someone said, the hell is, all hell is breaking loose. And I was asked to give an emergency show on Tuesday, and I said, let's hold up and let's get the facts and, and misinformation as well, and let's do it on Saturday. These issues now are crossing racial and political lines. On our talk shows here at Galaxy Talk Radio, we often discuss social issues pertaining to race, religion, politics. It seems as though now that the divide in America is getting even worse between black and white, Democrat and Republican, Islam and Christianity. It appears that this divide has become more prevalent since the Trump administration has come into power. Racists are becoming more bold and outright in their hatred for others. Hatred for Muslims, blacks, and Hispanics are getting worse. There are several examples of this in the news and on the Internet. I listen to other talk shows outside of Galaxy Talk and Radio. The ones that I listen to are discussing the Sarah Law and the Global Currency Reset. Also, the Galactic Federation and the ending of global poverty. As you know, our film, United We Stand, was based on ending global poverty. If you don't know what Masara is, that simply means the National Economic Strategic and Reformation Act. If you're not familiar with the global currency reset, that is when we're going to return to the gold standard and for all currencies, and 209 currencies will be valued to their real worth. The Galactic Federation are the authentic people who govern the universe. There's a lot of things happening nowadays, friends and family. And we look at this thing, I, I get calls all the time about uh, about this Trump situation, Trump, 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 did you hear what he did, did you hear what he said, yep, I, I see it, I hear it, and then you get these other calls that uh, people are saying, well, maybe there's some big cover. We all know that he's not qualified to be uh, president of the United States. That's obvious. But why was he selected to be in this position in the first place? There has to be something else bigger going on. We do know that all the politicians are corrupt. We do know that the the preachers are corrupt. We know that uh, there's corruption throughout the world in other governments. The United States is not alone in corruption by any means of imagination. There's uh, corruption in Europe. There's corruption in Africa. There's corruption in Asia. There's corruption everywhere. And uh, it just so happens that we live here in the United States of America, and we have a firsthand account of what's going on here. And so this is where we pay our most attention to what happens here. And then what happens here spreads throughout the world. It affects 
things everywhere. We saw last week, uh, I guess when I was away, is when uh, Trump and Putin came together and kissing up and holding hands. And when he went to London and he uh, uh, kind of dissed the, the Queen Bee a little bit or Queen Lizard and jumped in front of her and left her behind. And and so what what is happening with all this? Yes, we get uh, various pieces of information of, of what is happening, but we want to hear from you as well. Uh, what happened with him and the queen? We're hearing uh, that she was uh, stripped of her uh, global powers. We're hearing that she had to pay back all the monies that the throne has stolen uh, from the people globally. We're hearing about imminent arrest that are going to be going to be happening in the near future after Nasara law has been enacted. You know, we're hearing that the, the Pope is probably going to be arrested. Politicians are going to be arrested. We're seeing a little bit now with a few of Trump's guys are, are going to jail. About 70 politicians are not um, uh, going back to, uh, to uh, uh, public office. After this term is up, they're bouncing. Why are 70 polit- politicians uh, saying, hey, we ain't going back to that? Why is that? We're seeing the systematic destruction of the Republican Party. And we're seeing massive confusion with the Democrats as well. The entire political system is in disarray right now. And it's because of the actions that's that's going down um, with Brother Trump. So let's hear from you. Let's hear what you guys have to say about this. Let's start out with uh, our first caller. We're going to go right down the line here. and Our caller from California. Caller from California. State your name and where you're calling from in California. This is Zena. Um, you know what? I'm in the car, so you're not coming through very loud. Oh, sorry. sorry about that. Some of the things that you were speaking of, I, I, I didn't. It's partially because of my voice, because I've been sick all week since I've been back, and and I'm trying my best to get across. But okay, ahead, so, so, so you you, so you spoke of uh, I just I didn't get the I didn't get what you said, so you know, I'm gonna sit back and listen this time. If I can get pieces of the conversations, I'll I'll, I'll chime in, but I I can't. Difficult to hear you. I'm on the Bay Bridge. Yeah, yours is kind of coming through a bit distorted as well. So just hold on. I'll just go go to the other caller. All right? All right, thanks. Uh Uh-huh. All right, let's go to Lisa in Southern California. Lisa, you're on. When Galveston Talk Radio United, we stand. How are you today, my sister? I'm good, good. I hope you feel better, so... Um, oh, topic, you know, I'm, I'm really interested to hear your take on what's been going on. Like Uh-oh. Please, Lisa, you're having static as well. Oh, can you hear me now? Uh, you still got a little static in the phone. Oh, okay, is that better? Let me, let me see. Let me go to Alex and I'll come right back to you, okay? Alex, let's check your phone. Are you on? 
Yes, good morning. How are you? Oh, great, great, great. Now, you're coming through nice and clear. Lisa had a lot of static on, on her phone. I don't know. Maybe it's where she's at. So, yeah, um, I'm listening to your uh, topic, and I read um, the open forum topic uh, that you sent out for the invite. It's it's a lot going on. Um, I, I don't know if it's coming to a head or um, it, it's already at a festering head, <laughs> or mm-hmm. they're just playing, or they're just playing a game with us. I I really I really don't know. I, I'm it's just too much, you know. I I think I feel um, inundated with all of the chatter about this man. I feel like. When you're awake, you hear about him, and then you hear so much about him when you're awake that when you go to bed, you dream about this ugly man and his cronies and this government. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm just going to listen in. I, 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 I do have something else on my mind, though, and, um, you know, I think this is a really good um, United We Stand is a good forum to just bring it up. Um, and, and this is separate and apart from your topic this morning, but I just want to put it out there, and it's the <clears throat> the selling of Africans by other Africans. It's been a topic that's been trending a lot recently, and, um, you know, there was an article in the New Yorker where a particular young lady from Africa, uh, Nigeria specifically, talked about the history of her family selling Africans into um into slavery, particularly uh, chattel slavery, the transatlantic, you know, slave trade, and how uh, she actually was unabashedly proud of what what her family did and attributes her her wealth to this uh, particular type of trade. So I would love for us to talk about this on another day if um, you could bring your African um, counterparts on because this is something that's really made me upset. Um, and um, and I I, I want to hear their take on this. Now you said this is a black woman. This is a black woman. Uh, it was in the New Yorker magazine, and then I did some research uh, reading about Benin and Togo, and how instrumental they were also in the transatlantic slave uh, trade, and they're actually currently getting ready. They're building uh, a museum, a slavery museum. Uh, totally funded by the World Bank, <clears throat> and and um, one of the conflicts in that in building that museum is them telling half truths about um, the actual um, process of slave raids that they did uh, uh, for 200 years in Benin and Togo. Yeah, <clears throat> and, and as you guys know, I think I've said it on on previous shows. You know, I was there in Nigeria. And I went down to Badagari, and I went to a slave trading museum, which was a slave trading holding cell back in the day. And um, the chief that sold our people into slavery, his name was Chief uh, Moby, M-O-B-E-E. And, you know, when you're there, and I remember when Clinton went in Ghana to the uh, slave trading quarters, that was a real big one. In uh, Badagri, this was a small village. And when I went in there, I held up the chain. Those those chains are extremely heavy. I have pictures uh, of, of myself holding these chains. 
and they're extremely heavy. And these are the chains that they put around the necks of the slaves and these devices that they uh, put around the mouth of the slaves to keep the slaves, not because they weren't slaves yet, I misspoke. They were Africans at the time. We were not slaves in Africa. We were Africans at the time. And our own people uh, sold us in slavery. They are just as complacent as the Europeans and the Americans of that time um, uh, for selling our people into slavery. Um, I don't know if you guys know it, but there was over 43,000 um, slave voyages uh, from the, the Europeans, uh, mainly by the Spaniards were the uh, number one. The Spaniards were guilty, the Italians were guilty, the British were guilty. These are the ones that were coming in and bartering with those ignorant African chiefs at that time. 43,000 slave voyages, 10.4 million Africans taken, 9.2 million uh, reached the shores of South America, the islands, and America. And these are ones that are just registered in the, in the laws. There's written proof and written history of this. Now, there's enough blame to go around uh, between the, the king of England, the pope of Rome, who said that, yeah, I will endorse slavery, but you can only en enslave uh, Africans and, and black folks. And, and then even uh, the Islamic world was guilty as well because they were uh, extremely good in, in, in the slavery business. And so they were complacent in coming over from the eastern portion of Africa and the northern eastern part of Africa and coming down into West Africa and, and, and cutting whatever deals that they cut um, with, the, with the chiefs there in West Africa. And so now when you come over here, when we were taken from Africa, uh, uh, people, we were spiritual people. We were Muslim. We were spiritual. There was no such thing as Christianity. And so they, they brought us over here into this land. And as you can see on my blog post, you will see the blog, whereas you will see the picture of Africans. Then you will see us in the form of a Negro on the plantation. And then this book that was created by that uh, white slave owner, I think his name was Calcutt, How to Make a Negro Christian. And, and in order to enslave a man in America, you had to make him docile, you had to make him ignorant, and you had to cut him off of his name, his language, and his culture, where he came from and who he or she was. You can't enslave an empowerful people. You have to break that person down to the lowest point. This is what they do with lions when they capture them and put them in a circus, and, and then they can put their heads in the lion's mouth without fear of retribution from, from the lion because that lion has been um, destroyed mentally, and he's at the will of, of his trainer. So, Sister Alex, I hear you loud and clear. I, I did touch on this subject a bit a couple of weeks ago, and I did want to do a, a part two on this subject, how to make a Negro Christian. And, and people, the, the question that 
my sister Alex is, is bringing up is a very serious subject because of the condition that we are in today. And we're still, yeah, you can call yourself black, you can call yourself an African-American, but our people are still in fear. And this mental fear, I, I saw it last week, when you see fear go down south, you, you will see it a lot. I saw it in the faces of my own family, just just fear, out and out fear. And this is a, a continuation from that slavery era. It, it might take another thousand years before we are mentally free of what we had to go through here, 310 years on the planet, 160 plus years of, uh, I'm not even going to say freedom, but I will say post years from the emancipation. And so it's going to take some time with all of us, all of us still, still have genetic remembrance of that era um, uh, 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 from slavery. And then when you go down to places like uh, New Orleans, which was a very confusing uh, place, being uh, run by the English and the French, and then the French were divided between uh, the Cajuns and the French, and then you had the Indian influx, you had the African influx, and then some of those people, the white folks down there, were some of the most evil. And there was one story of this woman um, who went by her place. And she's dead now, of course, but during slavery, um, she was a very evil uh, French name uh, woman. I can't remember her name. But she chained this black woman to a stove. She, the black woman was a slave, of course and chained her to the stove, and, and she was just forced to cook continuously there at the stove. And up in the attic, she would take slaves up to the attic of this house and chain them up and began mutilating each and every one of uh, those slaves, killed them right up there in the attic. She was a very, very wicked, wicked, wicked woman. And then the slave woman chained to the stove um, just wanted to get away from that condition so much that she tried to commit suicide by burning down the house. And during the course of time of the fire, um, uh, people began to find out what was going on there in the house. And then they began to bombard the house and, and break the windows and and I guess they killed the woman at that time, and then she was buried out there in a cemetery. Her grave is identified to this very day, and people who want to do some type of witchcraft ceremony, they will go out to her grave and get powers and blessings from over this woman's grave. So, Sister Alex, when you bring that subject up, it's, it's a great subject. It's a subject that we need to have our families and, and friends involved with. It's something that needs to be discussed. And um, even in New Orleans, I had an open forum panel between the senior members of the family and then uh, with the younger um, uh, uh, members of the family, the teenagers and the young adults. I gave the young adults the opportunity to ask questions 
to the adults about their upcoming. And it was a very enlightening thing because to see this interaction between the two. And then the next day, the youngsters were very happy that that happened because they just got a chance to do that type of interaction and, and get to know get, get to know family. And sometimes people misconstrue family reunions and what it's all about. It's not about a party. It's not about necessarily have all the good times, but the real essence of a reunion is to unite, reunite a, a family together and get to learn more about where you came from and the sacrifices of, of those who got you here in the first place. And so when you, you just think about it more and more, when you get out here and start doing some hard manual labor, then it kind of brings a little reflection back to um, uh, those who had to do it for you. I was doing that about a month or so ago. I was doing some labor out in my yard, and I said, holy crap. My great-great-grandfathers and grandmothers had to do this crap on a daily basis and without pay, without compensation, and being uh, beaten all at the same time and had to endure this stuff in in 100-plus degree temperatures. And so when when we go to these churches on on Sundays or if you go to a Saturday church, we, we should give thanks to the people who got us here, the people who went through these these sacrifices of, of pick and picking cotton in 110 degree weather, and the slopping hogs and 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 doing the horrible things. I was talking to another young brother there in New Orleans who was a doorman. I was asking about the slave plantations, how far are they away? He said they're about 40 miles away. And he said that he's been there. And the conditions that those slaves had to live in, he measured it out by stretching out his hand. And when he gave me a measurement, it was approximately maybe five to six feet in width and maybe seven, maybe eight feet long. A family of four had to live in such a box confinement like that. Now, I, I want all of you guys to really think about this and, and, and think about the, what happened back then. And we've got to give thanks to those people. You go to church every Sunday and you want to give thanks to people who were here 2,000, 4,000, 6,000 years ago, people who you don't even know. But here are some people that are dead out in some grave, and some of these graves, or most of them are unmarked. You don't know who they, where they are. That sacrifice for you and I to be here on these electronic devices um, here today and to do our little partying and going to the beaches and, and having fun. But in your prayers, let's give a little thanks to the people who brought us to the dance. Sister Alex, did I answer your question? Yes, and I just want to just put something out there um, uh, regarding just one additional thing. So, you know, knowing that history that we had, um, especially people from Nigeria, Ghana, Benin, uh, those of the ruling class there that that sold our ancestors into slavery, 
Um, do you think that they should be able to get all of the benefits that are afforded to African Americans today? I consider that a double whammy. First, you sold us into slavery. Now you're coming here to America, benefiting from the the sacrifices that our ancestors made by claiming African American status. You know, I think that should be something that we need to talk about a little bit more because and and uh, you know, I, 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 and I'm not trying to be prejudiced. I'm just saying if a if a Nigerian or a Ghanaian of the uh, elite social class, notice that most of them come here, they're able to get into Ivy League schools, they're able to take jobs that could be afforded to African American by claiming African American status, and in my opinion, that's a double whammy. It's like, first you sold us, now you come here and you reap the benefits of the sacrifices that our ancestors made uh, in the diaspora. You know, my thought is, um, and then there's a group of us that are lost, right, you know, because we've been kind of... uh, you know, we've been uh, mixed down, different tribes all together due to slavery, so we can't even claim one country in Africa, but yet and still we're claiming pan-Africanism. And I I, I kind of, um, my, I'm of the school of thought that, you know what, we're in the diaspora, we're a mix of several different African countries. We need to create, we already have our own rich and unique culture being in the, the diaspora, and I think we should claim that that new culture that we have as an unfortunate result of slavery. And I don't think, I think we need to fight against Africans coming to this country, being able to reap the benefits that our ancestors died for. Right. Exactly. I mean, everybody piggybacks off of the 310 years of free labor that we did, not only uh, the Nigerians and the Ghanaians and those from Togo, those from Benin, those from Burkina Faso, those are from Niger, and those are from Togo, from all of those nations. Of course, all of them are benefiting now by coming over here for education, business opportunities. But not only them, uh, Wall Street, uh, probably the number one profiteers, the insurance companies, um, Silicon Valley, Hollywood, um, every industry, the film industry, the music industry, uh, the currency industry, everything has benefited off the back of slavery. What country in the world had the advantage of having 310 years of, of free labor? Not China, not Russia. Well, China's kind of doing it now uh, with, with, with cheap slave labor. This is how their economy is prospering. But no other country in the world did what America did to get to its level of economic success. And so um, I think I've told you before, and this was in my talking points today, um, there has to be a form of reparations. And from what I'm hearing, not what I know, I know very little, but from what I'm hearing, what you're requesting, Sister Alex, will be coming in the form of the Nasara law. There will be forms of reparation, uh, not only to us, but to others as well. And the world doesn't know, Sister Alex, you were there when we uh, shot uh, United We Stand. United We Stand is, is really 
uh, a takeoff point of what is getting ready to happen. We've always said in our United States promos, we're here to get 1 billion people off of the poverty rolls by 2030. And ever since that, this is when all of this stuff has, has come out about uh, getting billions of people off of the poverty roll. And so even NBC, after we did it, NBC every September does this live performance in, in Central Park based around the same thing that we did in L.A. It's just that they got a bigger forum. They got more money. And, and they got a bigger platform. They got access to the A-list stars. But D25 Steel Entertainment, we have our, our little group of stars that put on a great performance. And the D25 Steel, uh, our little artists can outdo any of those artists that was on that stage in, in New York and Central Park, including Beyonce and all the rest of them. Beyonce can't touch the voices of uh, Brenda Lee Edgar. She can't touch the voices of Rosalind Jordan Mill. Can't touch what we do our, with our artists in, in the musical expertise. It's just that we're on a smaller platform, but uh, we do understand the difference. Let's go to Sister Lisa, and let's just see if her sound has gotten a little bit better. Sister Lisa. Uh, do I sound a little bit better now? You sound a little better. You still got a little static in the background, but I think we can deal with it. Go ahead. Okay, I just want to say, you know, last few minutes, 15 minutes ago, you know, pretty powerful. I'm glad you guys are listening to the topic and, and, you know, can discuss it because it has a lot to do with our economics and a lot to do with, like you say, our spirituality. And for us to be able to offer anything to anyone, we have to be straight on the PR and how we're going to do this thing called Pan African. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't wholeheartedly believe in that because I think we need to stay here and kind of fight for what we are. I don't believe in going somewhere and becoming a foreigner in another land, but, you know, like how we said, our ancestors fought and died for our so, so, Lisa, can I ask you, are you on a headset or something? Huh? Are you on a headset? No. You're Is talking directly to a phone? Yeah, because we can't. Alex, can can you understand what she's saying? I know she's breaking up a lot. Okay. Better put it on speaker, okay. Lisa. Is that there? No, you you still got a lot of static. Yeah, she's on the road, so I think maybe that's why. Yeah, she's in a real bad area. Lisa, I'm going to come back to you because I, I can't understand anything you're saying. I'll, I'll get back at you. Okay, we lost uh, Gina. I guess she'll call back, too. She was going across the bridge, so I think that she'll call back as well. But I think Sister Alex will, will probably do in our, our next segment we will go we'll have a discussion on um this reparations issue and and the guilt of Africans because yes, of course we, we look at white America and the Christian world for what 
they did to us. And um, But we got to look at how did they do it. They just didn't arbitrarily do it. They didn't even have the wherewithal here in America to to build all those boats and to train all the captains of the boat and to staff those boats with, with all the employees that it took to um, to do something as that. And so when you look at it and you when you really, really think about it, it, it had to be one hell of a plan when you didn't have telephones, you didn't have emails, didn't have fax machines, you didn't have televisions, you didn't have any of that, but you had communication between England, uh, the Vatican, uh, the, the Islamic world, and here in America in order to pull something like that off the communication process, and then the actual deployment, the building of all those ships in order to sail from the west coast of Europe and go down Africa and then uh, cut what deal. You know, you had to convince these stupid chiefs in Africa to do some bullshit like what they did and to make exchanges in the form of spices or these little pebbles that I saw and looks like little chestnuts and is what they exchanged human life for. And if you guys who are a part of the church want to get a real spiritual experience, go to West Africa, go to the slave museum, go to that door of no return walk out on that flat rock and look over that lagoon, you will have the most spiritual experience that you've ever had in your life when you stand on that flat rock and look out over that lagoon. And and when I was standing on that rock, I was saying I was brought to Africa for a reason, and I think it was much, much bigger than doing a world championship fight. I think I was really brought there to go to Badagery and to go out on, on that rock. And that was the day that I, I escaped away from all my boxers, my security guards, and and and, and everybody. And, and I just went down to the West Coast. With, with, and I had no fear. I had none of my security team with me. I didn't have any of my boxers with me. They had this, this little lady called Maggie. She has a dress shop there in, in, in Nigeria. And I guess she must have had a spiritual experience because she came and picked me up and said, you need to see this. She picked me up at my hotel and, 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 and took me to the dagger. And, and when I went to that village, that was one of the most rewarding experiences because I actually went to a village and not the people of Lagos, Lagos is maybe like a form of New York in a sort of way. But when you go out to the village with the real native people, it, it was a, a real experience. And so it's, it's, you'll, you'll never know it until you do it. But when you look out over that lagoon, all I can see is, is I just think that the, the spirits of, of my family from that are dead now, just said, 
have to go here. You have to deliver this message, and you have to awaken the people. Let's go back to the boards again. Let's go back to Gina. Let's see if she's got a better reception now. Gina, are you there? Come on in. Come on in, California. Um, I'm still here. Okay, go ahead. Let's see what you got to say of what's happening here in this country and the world today. Bring us up to date. Hello. Uh-oh, I think she's yeah, in a bad area as well. Let's try Lisa again. Uh-oh. Lisa, are you in a better area? I, I think I am. Okay, let's see if we can hear you. Go ahead. Okay, is that better area? And we still got static, but I'm trying to get as much out of you as I can. Okay. Well, I just want to say that I'm really enjoying the show. You know, and I'm, and I'm glad, you know, Alex brought up the topic you did, and I'm, I really appreciate your feedback on it, because I really, I don't know, for some reason, I was thinking I was, that she was going to get a little more pushback, but that's just because this is newfound knowledge to me, so I guess you kind of know this. on mute again because you got a lot of static coming in, but I did get some of that what what you were saying. And and yes, you know, we can't solve our issues uh, totally. All we can do is is have our little sessions here on Saturdays and Wednesdays and Mondays and Tuesdays and Thursdays. But when we do these shows we have to be as, as compelling as humanly possible with these issues because the people that are calling in to these shows, they want to be enlightened, they want to be educated, and they want to know. You know, they get so much on the news. They get so much in discussions with friends and relatives or at the office and so forth. But you come in here to Galaxy Talk Radio to get the hardcore, straight-up information as we see it. You know, we don't, we're not being bought out by anybody, and we don't have any fear here. And so we just want to deliver a message, and, and, and we want everybody to do your homework. Just don't tune in here on Saturday mornings at, at 10 a.m., and uh, we want you to bring things to the table as as well. We want you to do your homework, do your research, and then bring it to the table. Because if you don't do your homework and your research on the subject matter, then all I am is just a, a preacher on, on Sundays, um, delivering the word. And it's the word coming from me. 
but I want you guys to research the things that I'm that I'm saying. Uh, we research Misera and Gisera laws. Research common laws. Uh, research the global currency uh, reset, and all of this ties in to what Sister Alex was saying uh, about um, uh, retribution to uh, uh, the people here in America. We are we are no longer slaves in that purest form, but we're still mental slaves, and we're descendants. Every black person that was born here in this country, unless you were brought here from outside, are descendants of slaves here in America. And so there has to be forms of, of repayment uh, for these actions. Let's try um, Gina one more time and let's see what's happening there. Gina, are you there? One more time. Okay, I guess she still haven't. She's in a bad area, too. All right, let's go to guest five. Guest five, state your name and where you're calling in from. Georgia. Hey, man, what's happening, dude? Hey, what's going on, bro? How you doing? Yeah, I was a little under the weather, but... uh, I've tried to do this the best I can, man. Well, you're doing a good job. I've been listening to you since, I think, 12 after. I was on the uh, guest guest line. So I mm-hmm. to call. Yeah, very good show, uh, man. And, um, I'm, you know, I'm always proud of you, you know, uh, the, the information you do spread to to people, man, <clears throat> and lightness uh, all, you know, because I'm learning still a lot of things, you know, so, and uh, like I say, man, uh, just keep up the good work. Um, like I said, I'm still doing my research on a lot of things also, so, you know, we'll just keep, you know, keep, uh, you know, cross-referencing things, you know, like we've been doing. Yeah. What can you tell the people that are on the line here and people that are listening on the Internet like what you were doing? Of course, you know, we do have people that just listen in on the Internet. We do have people that call in. And then we have people after the show that download the shows as well. So why don't you tell the people what is the global currency reset? What is that all about? Uh well, it's, uh, it's a change of wealth. Um, my understanding is uh, this whole process is, you know, uh, has been, you know, whole, the whole system has been, is, is actually, it's, it's crashing. It, it can't, they can't prop it up anymore with the lies that have been perpetrated. <laughs> this bottom line, cut through the chase. Uh, we all been lied to. Uh, we all know that. Oh, people open their eyes now. More information is coming out. Um, maybe the global reset is. Uh, oh, we're going to be getting uh, you know, reparations uh, in, in the thing. You know, things of like uh, the Sara laws, and uh, they're going to be given. You know, back to to the uh, people that 
you know, that this whole uh, lie, all these lies over the year, these different entities have been stealing from us. Uh, and it's uh, been, you know, been doing. So they're going to be giving, giving back a lot of the money that's been, been stolen, like, you know, entities like IRS, uh, which we shouldn't be paying taxes. That's just a big lie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, what's the name of that? The uh, Volcker. Volcker. I think it's the Volcker law, law. You can look that up. I'm not, I might not be explaining right. I, I got so much information over five years of just listening to like a lot of calls and um, but it's a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of these entities are just propped up to take from the uh, the people. You know, you know, people are Americans, and not only Americans globally. <laughs> you know, and what uh, this whole system is is changing. You know, you might, you know, you know, like dislike like Trump. You know, but I kind of looking at this cat. He's going around. He's going around the world, uh, you know, meeting all these different countries, and something that these other presidents have done also, but they haven't done it on the on the uh, the positive, looking like the positive way he's doing it. He's trying to get these countries to to stop these, this nuclear thing. He's trying to he's trying to get these uh, countries to trade amongst themselves with their own currencies and and get rid of this uh fiat dollar that we've been under, we've been under for so many years because the fiat dollar is just a promissory note that we all <laughs> agree that it's good but once we understand that it's just it's not backed by anything and when most of all once we <laughs> start coming together and start you know uh, I guess putting you know putting our resources together and and get away from the the fiat currency and you know still start going to cryptos or you know for that's what I'm understanding it's going to go to so but it's a lot of things you, know, you have to do your own research there's a lot of things out there um, like I say what you see on TV you can't be you can't be really uh you know fooled by it because it's all this is a, a ploy in, in a, enslavement to to keep you mad at each other, divided, so they can continue to keep stealing from all of us. And like I say, you just have to do your own research. It's there, you know. It's been proven what they're keeping us from us. They know a lot of things. They only want to show it. They don't show it on the TV. You know, you got to do your own research, and it's there, and you'll see it. But like I say, you have nothing to worry about, nothing to be scared about. Because it's happening, we're getting, you know, it's gonna, it's taking a while because it's so deep rooted. And once they get all these people that's been doing all this, this, uh, this wrong, once they get them corralled and bring them up on charges and take their assets from them, that's when this, this whole GCR is about. The global currency reset. Two hundred nine countries that will be. Um, valuing their currencies and then these other uh, prosperity packages as well that's going to be uh, given out. We're hearing things that uh, even Social Security payments are going to be um, increasing 
And um, those of us who have been kind of left out of the loop financially will be getting um, uh, financial assistance. There's even discussions out there. And once again, these are discussions that are out there. I said at the beginning of the show that I, I listen to every talk shows and, and I wouldn't say anything if I hadn't heard it on at least two separate shows. But we're hearing that uh, your mortgages will be forgiven. Um, school loans will be forgiven. Car loans will be forgiven. Credit card uh, debt will be forgiven. Even taxation uh, with the IRS, as we know it, will be eliminated. Uh, there will be something like a 15% uh, national tax that's going to be allocated between the feds and the state for which all of your purchases that you make exclusionary of food and medicine will be taxed at 15%. I've been saying for damn near 30 years that there should be a national consumption tax and get rid of uh, federal and state income tax. Because you really, if you really think about it, the only people that pay federal and state income taxes are the people that have jobs. But everybody is buying something. I don't care if you're blind, crippled, crazy, if you're a dope dealer, whatever the situation is, you're buying something. And people who can buy yachts and $5 million rings and Rolls Royces and Lamborghinis, they should be taxed on that consumption. And and if if a crazy person can go out here and buy a Rolls Royce, they need to be taxed on that as well. You would be bringing more money into the national economy by doing things like that. And then when you have more discretionary income to spend from your paycheck, you'll probably still spend money into the Social Security and your state disability, but federal and state income taxes would be uh, eliminated for those of you who have uh, jobs. So that gives you now the ability to get out here and buy uh, more automobiles or more uh, refrigerators and washers and dryers and fix up your homes and, and all of this. And so this is one of the reasons why it hasn't happened as yet, because this is not that easy of a change. And when you make, it's a lot of people that don't even know about this, probably less than less than 10%, maybe less than 5% of 350 million people in this country even know about all of this. And so when you're going to make a mega change to over 300 million people, overnight, that's going to cause all kind of chaos on the streets and at the banks and at the places of business and employment. This is going to be a major, major change. And so it's going to be two, maybe three weeks, maybe a month just for this system to even adjust to such an abrupt change in, in the system as we know it. And then what's going to happen when there's full disclosure? What's going to happen when there's full disclosure of 9-11? What's going to happen when there's full uh, uh, disclosure of, of alien life? 
or the extraterrestrials or the galactic federation what's going to happen when when the christians of this country is going to find out that they've been hootywinked with with their theology what's going to happen what's going to happen when they find out that that, that all the prophets and messengers of the creator were all black and they weren't christians and some of them going to freak out what do you mean jesus ain't white boy you crazy and, and so people don't trip out when the truth and reality comes out, and some of our people don't even want to deal with truth. Some of our people are going to say, keep lying to me. Keep giving me those lies. Y'all still lying. I'm going to put on my shiny shoes and my flowered hat, and I'm still going down to the church house this Sunday. And so some of our people are not going to accept it. Some will. Some won't. Um, just like they've been telling us on on. Uh, you know, some of these shows, when an abrupt change like this, the streets are going to be raining with bankers. And for those of you who don't understand my linguistics, that just simply means that these bankers, some of them are in, in the Wall Street, people are going to be jumping out the window. When these stocks that are worth three and $400 a share, it really ain't worth about two cents. What's going to happen with, with the people that are in power? when they start losing that power. Uh, Brother Roy, anything else you want to add on to the GTR or the NASAR or the Galactic Federation? Uh-oh, I guess he went to sleep. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, okay. <laughs> I was on mute. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, no, man, this, uh, was, you know, like I said, uh, it's a lot of information out there. Uh, like I said, it's, uh, it's in, everything is in product, you know, everything is, is, is moving along now. Uh, what I understand, and hopefully, you know, pretty soon this, this, this these changes, all that's why you see all these, you know, different, uh, things going on, you know, fighting against each other and looking at the news, you see these two, parties fighting each other, you know, really, really seriously because you really look at it, why is it? <laughs> you know, I had to I had to really look at this thing because, you know, like I said, I'm Democrat. And I, I said, why do they hate this guy so much? You know, well, what is the reason? You know, I mean, well, and then I, I started doing the research. I started doing the research and I've seen that I say, wow, they just, he's, they, he's cutting off their money sources, you know. All the money they've been getting, you know, you know, they've been had. They, I put it. I always say, this is my, this is what I always say to certain people that I talk to. They had his hand, and a lot of them had their hand in a cookie jar. You know, you know what that means. They might be taking kickbacks and whatever, and he's cutting all that that off now. So, you know, quite naturally, you know, you know, they're gonna be mad. Uh, a lot of these people that's been get this, these fundings. I'm talking about. I'm talking about both sides part of part of the party, you know, all this corruption and he's cutting this corruption off and they and they and they're fighting against it. This ice thing down and I'm looking at this thing ice situation, you know, the border situation, they buck it up against that because you gotta if you the research I've done on that is that they they don't want they don't want these they these they, these uh immigrants coming in here because they're gonna be able to vote and they're gonna have a control of the 
the vote so they can put the people in there they want so they can continue for this process to, to still remain the same with this corruption. And it's all there. I mean, if you really look at it, it's all there. I mean, it was a big shock to me to learn all this. And I, and I said, wow, you mean to tell me I've been following something that's been that corrupt? Because, see, I'm, I'm like this. I want what's right. I don't believe, you know, I, I, I love, you know, I, I, and I believe everybody was created, and I love everybody that, that, that's not evil. You know, I care for them. You know, I just want things to be fair and have enough. Because this world is, is a test should have enough for everybody, you know. And that's where my heart is. That's where I was raised. But this is enough for everybody. I mean, and you gonna, it just takes some some real sick people to to control, to, uh, to continue to, to, to uh, keep the people enslaved like this. Because we are our slaves. We might, but, we might be walking around with no change, but we are slaves. Let me <laughs> yeah. ask you this. You know, you, you used to work for the school district. You used to work for Toyota, you know, and, and you know, we, we know each other. Now, there used to be a time, if I tell you something like this, man, you'd be ready to fight. Oh, but I, I thought he I thought he was, uh, you know, I thought he was, he was great. You telling me, man, it's stuff ain't happening. <laughs> <You know? laughs> And yeah. since I've been all retired now, you know, it's like, and I did the research and look at it, I said, oh, man, I am so sorry, bro. And I've been knowing this cat since me and him was like brothers. We, we, we've been came up since fourth grade, <laughs> you know. So we didn't, did a, you know, did a lot of things together, you know, and I went one way and he went the, he went the right way. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Then we looked up later on. Because we always remain friends, and, and I don't have I don't have a biological brother, but this is my brother. Out of every anybody in this world, Andre is my brother. You know, I mean, he's you know he's been there for me. He's been giving me all the right things, and uh, and I really, you know, I really respect him for that. You know, so yeah. I had another brother too. He's he's dead. He he's dead, Howard. But you know. <laughs> He was my brother also, but I can just claim y'all, you know, as my true brothers that I know that I can come to and I can talk to things, things about and, and you know, and uh, definitely you don't give me the right information. You know, sometimes you know, there might be some, some things that, that you don't know, but, you know, you know, like I say, but you're going to give me the right, you're going to leave me in the right path. And that's what I was, I was going on on path. They said me in the right path. Long story short. Anyway, yeah. yeah, I commend you, man, and, and thank you. I mean, for this, you know, for this platform, for you know, definitely for showing people. I wish we had more people that actually would come and and listen to this because I mean, hey, this is a dynamite platform that you have, you know. Yeah, and all we want to do, man, is put the truth out there, and and you know, we listen to certain things, various different things, and. We search for commonalities because we just don't react. You know, we hear something and just throw it out there. And uh, even us here, we do <clears throat> we do not have all of the information. And we're not foolish to come over these airways and to tell people these things and think that we have all the answers. We do not. 
All we know is that something is going on, something much strange, very unique, and very different than what we've been taught all of our lives is going on. And so it's, it's, it's really the thing that uh, our brothers and sisters that do go to church every week, what you jump up and down for, shout for, and pray for, those things are being answered. It's just not being answered in the way you think. It's coming through in a much, much, much more different type of way, and you just need to uh, recognize this, this blessing. So with that said, let me just go into a brief commercial break. This is T2YCL Entertainment, Council Talk Radio. This is United We Stand. Um, our show is every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 o'clock in the center part of the country. And our host company here is T2YCL Entertainment. Please visit our website, check out our music, check out our films, and please support our company. We're not one of those Wall Street companies. We don't have all those uh, stock shares out there with inflated values and, and all of that stuff. We're just a small company trying to enlighten people. And also, it's a social media platform for independent artists. It's for the musicians. It's for the people who write books. It's for um, um, people who have their, their CDs or filmmakers. It, this is what this platform is all about, and this, we also give other people the opportunity to have their own talk show as well, too. And so our thing here is to have a home base for independent artists, but we need you to support us. There's that preacher coming out in me now. I want all of y'all to, you don't have to dig deep, dig lightly and get something back. We're not asking nobody to throw something in a bucket. And, and then just go away and then write it off on your taxes. We're saying uh, download a CD from our website. Look at one of the few movies that we have. Download Dr. Kwaku's book and, and support us. So we're not just saying just give us something, don't get anything in return. Spend $10 a month here at T25CL Entertainment. Watch United We Stand Again. I don't care if you saw it already. Look at it again, and I guarantee you, you'll get something else out of it. You'll see something else in it that you didn't see before. So $10 a month, that's all we ask. Spend 10 bucks and, and help us out in what we do. Listen to our radio show, uh, our music radio show. That doesn't cost you anything, but it helps us by you listening to um, the uh, the radio show. You can get it on your phone with an app, or you can listen to it on your computer or whatever type of listening device that you have as well. All right, let's go back to the board. Let's go to Sister Alex. Sister Alex, anything else you want to throw in today before we shut down? I don't have yeah. to today, so go ahead. Well, while you guys were talking, I, I, I was educating myself a little bit more on the Sarah Act, right? So um, I just wanted to kind of, uh, uh, while we're wrapping up the show, kind of just uh, put a little bit of context around in the Sarah Act. And for people who don't know out there, it's the National Economic Security and Reform, Reform, Reformation Act. 
It was signed into law October 10, 2000 by Bill Clinton. The authors of this act included Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, Barney Frank. Um, you know, so this is something that's real. And the, the thing that they were saying that, you know, a lot of the reasons why the announcement wasn't made back then was uh, related to 9-11, so tying things together. So, um, you know, George Bush's father, George Sr., he blocked the announcement, and because of that calculated act, this is just something I'm reading from CNN um, from back then, um, he he blocked the announcement of the act um, by, you know, that uh, planned attack on, on the World Trade Center that they tend to, they, they blame, which propagated us into the war that we're still in. But um, I guess just a high-level overview of it is that, um, you know, it's like, like Chief said, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a sort of jubilee for us, um, everyone. And it's not a black-white issue. It's a, a, a have-have-not issue that, mm. that can be resolved by this um, act going into, um, going into uh, place. So I'm I, I looking forward to it. I could... Actually, in thinking, in reading this article and thinking about what's going on current day and time, it's actually what we're seeing playing out now. In my opinion, and this is just my opinion, it's a it's a fight between good and evil, right? Yeah. So um, we're trying to rid ourselves, uh, the people who the have-nots, we're trying to rid ourselves of a system known as the Federal Reserve System that's coming into 100 years of existence in in the next few years that was. Uh, actually the downfall of the United States because I think we're at an A-minus rating right now as a country and it's continuing to go in the wrong direction. So something like this would really relieve this country of all of the um, oppression that we're facing, not just the black and white issue, a have and have not issue. And I think that if we um, really clear our minds out um, of the, the racial Tension, it's part of the game, um, and focus on getting ourselves together as a group of people that have been oppressed. I think I think um, we'll be able to be better, but it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yes, and that's something you you brought up a very important point too. This whole Nasara Gsara GPR thing is not a black and white thing. It is a battle between good and evil, period. Now, people have their own definitions of what good and evil is. Some may say it's God and the devil. I have no problem with that, if that's what you want to call it. But we just commonly call it good and evil here. And and it just so happens that this problem here on this planet is so pervasive, the global poverty, the racism, the, the discrimination, uh, all the stuff that we see that's happened in D.C. with the political structure, the political structures are all wrong. The Constitution of the United States is wrong because it's exclusionary of, of other people. And so now, do you think that a vote at a voting vote is going to solve this? Absolutely not. I don't care if you've got a Democratic president, a Democratic Congress, 
a Democratic um, Senate, I don't care if you've got a whole Democratic or real nice judges that are nice at the Supreme Court. This evil is so vast. And the controlling, there has to be a greater element even behind evil people. And there is. And I've said it now, I said it long ago, even way before even T25CL. The problem of this planet is so pervasive that it will take an off-planet solution to solve it. And I'm saying that to this very day. And you can use your own words or your own definitions with that. You can call it God. You can call it Moses. You can call it Muhammad. You can call it Jesus. You can call it the Galactic Federation. I don't care what you call it. It's just that we as a people, we can get out here and march all day long, carry our signs, say how bad Trump is or how bad Clinton is. It, it don't, that ain't going to cut it, people. If we don't have any, I'm going to say it one more time, if we don't have a divine off-planet backing in order to make all of this happen, what we've been saying now for the past uh, hour and 13 minutes, if there isn't a greater force that is out there behind it, then it ain't going to happen. We're just going to continue to be slaves to an unjust system, an unjust theology, an unjust world. We will continue to be in poverty. The rich will keep getting richer. The poorer we get, the richer they get. Anybody can see it. I don't care if you are Muslim, a Christian, a Jew, an agnostic, an atheist, whatever you may call yourself. I don't care about any of those titles. All I know that there is injustice in America, there is injustice all across the world, and there has to be a global correction in order to do this. And what we have been researching, Sister Alex has just brought it up, Brother Roy has mentioned it, is in the Sarah Law, and bringing in the Nasara law and bringing in the global currency reset will help and aid in this period of reformation of planet Earth all over the world. This ain't about no God bless America. Why don't let's just say God bless the world. Bless every country on the planet, but Bless it with good and righteous people. Every president, every prime minister of this planet, I don't care if you're a king or a queen or whatever your title is, take care of the people in your country. Stop messing over the people in your country. Treat them well. Help them grow. And then we'll bring peace to this planet. This is what we need is peace. We need freedom. 
justice and equality all across the planet. And I want all the Galaxy um, radio hosts to start picking up on this. Let's stop being so narrow in our vision. We've got to expand our knowledge out across the planet. And once again, I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you don't vote at all. I don't care if you're a Christian. I don't care if you're a Jew. I don't care if you're a Muslim. But I do care about your, your knowledge and your commitment to the people because our thinking is wrong. We got to be re-educated. And, and just like what Sister Alice just said about the Nasara, when this happens, it can happen with a push of a button. When these bank screens are going to light up like a Christmas tree, because the currencies are being shown on the banker screens with an administrative hole from the Fed. And as soon as that hole is, is, is released, these numbers are going to change. And then that's going to deploy the gold back system. And it's also going to begin the Nasara uh, uh, system as well. And all of these things are in place. It's just a matter of deployment. And, yes, Trump plays a role in this thing so much. This is why I don't want you guys to get too emotional behind this cat because, yes, he's doing some buffoonery-type stuff for sure. But they put him there for a reason, and I do believe he won't be there too much longer. I, I originally predicted that he'd be gone by the end of the year. But... Um, and my belief is that he's in there to um, drain a really just a common phrase that he was using, and you know, everybody kind of laughed at it about draining this swamp. But as you can see, this swamp is all over the world. It's not there in, in D.C. It's, this swamp is in Europe. This swamp is in Africa. It's in Asia. It's in the, the Middle East. It's, it's in Australia. It's in New Zealand. It's everywhere. And this, this aura of evil has to be removed so that we, as good, loving, and caring people, can live in peace and in harmony on this planet. And, yes, we want full disclosure of everything. We want 9-11 disclosure. We want disclosure on the, the UFOs, the Galactus. We want disclosure on all of that. We want the truth of, of the history of, of the world. We want disclosure on, on religion and everything. And so all of this is going to be coming in under Nassar. And so let's go ahead and let's wrap, wrap it up for today and and let's give everybody a, a few minutes to do some closing words, and then we'll pick back up on this subject next week. But I want everybody to do their homework on this thing. Sister Alex was um, doing her homework on Nisara. You can go to YouTube and pull up Nisara. There's a, a good video on it that's about an hour and nine minutes long. It has Nisara written across it in red letters. Uh, hit that one first before you go to the other. And um, 
and uh, check it out. And I want Brother Daryl and Brother Brian in New Jersey. I want you guys to check it out as well. And then uh, let's pick back up on this thing um, next week, and and let's let's get into it. So, Brother Roy, why don't you give us some some closing words, and then I'm going to see if Lisa's got some static removed, and we'll go to um, uh, Sister Alex to close it out. Okay, great show, uh, brother. Uh, appreciate it, and uh, all the uh, you know information from all your callers. Also, definitely learning some from you know a lot of them, man. And this is I have to get on it more often, definitely. And uh, but you know, keep up the good work, and um, definitely uh, appreciate it. I, I'll call you later too. Okay. All right, that's cool. Uh, let's go to Sister Alex. Go ahead and give us some closing remarks. Yes, um, as always, Chief, it was a great show. I know I sidebarred at the beginning with the African thing, but... Um, oh, you no, know, that's I, all good, because we did yeah. the show weeks ago. And so that yeah. was right in sync with, with that one about how to make a Negro a Christian. So right. you were right in sync with that. Okay, so go ahead. I, I, I do, I do want to, you know, when, when you have a chance to reach out to our brothers and sisters across the water, because I really think we need to hash it out. Um, on that, I know the last time, you know, from the last time we had them on was when you had the Nigerian lady on, I was really, really, really upset about it because of the way she portrayed our black men in America as being lazy. And now, you know, um, with my research uh, on on the original sin, that's what I'll call it, the original sin, you know, we always wondered, why are we in this condition? Um, and and, you know, I'm getting a little bit more context around it, so I would really like to have a dialogue with them on their thought processes around um, that particular topic. And, you know, I know that <clears throat> I know that uh, one of the kings from Benin came to Georgia and, and got down on his knees and apologized for their sins. But, you know, to me, words don't mean anything without action. So I want to know what they're doing on their side over there in Africa to... Um, bring reparations in the form of uh, psychological, uh, how do you call it now, psychological uh, remediation for us as a people in the diaspora uh, for for their um, complicitness in, in the enslavement of our people. So that's, that's on the African um, enslavement piece. Um, and then regarding uh, the global reset and the Sarah, I think we all should educate ourselves a little bit more um, about this. <laughs> you said that we need an off-planet solution to this. Um, I think we have an on-planet solution. The, the problem with us is that we're not brave enough at this point and together enough to, to, to make that solution happen here because if Haiti, a small country as it, as it is, to defeat a big country like France, then um, we can do something um, together, but we're not brave enough yet because uh, doing taking that action requires, um, unfortunately, some sacrifices, um, some loss of life, but we have families and children to think about, and I think that's what holds us back from taking the action that we need to take, um, but we got to get braver, and um, we're in critical times. I always say that on your show. Um, and we need to put our differences aside as a people and, and, and act. Okay, I will do that. Uh, Brother Willis and Youngo, 
he is from, from Kenya. He's in Washington, D.C. right now, and he'll be here for another week. And so I'll reach out to him before he leaves to go back to Kenya. I'll give uh, Sister Pat a call from Nigeria, see if we can get her on. Uh, let me reach out to Brother James uh, Gamwe from Malawi. I'll check on him. Uh, Sister Marilise Boubois, who is down in Kenya as well, I'll reach out to her as well. And, um, and I'll see if I can get every, our African connection on for next week. And supposedly this new number that we're getting, and which I thought was going to be engaged today, uh, apparently it's not going to start till next week, the new telephone number, that 605 number. <clears throat> and so um, supposedly that's going to help with the international call. So I'll reach out to them and see about doing the, the African and the African hyphen American connection. And when I do, let's have uh, some good constructive questions to uh, reach out to them on. Um, and we do know that our, our brothers from down in Kenya and Tanzania and Malawi, they were kind of separated away from the, the slave trade itself. But the Nigerians, the Ghana, Ghanaians, and uh, Burkina Faso, and and all up and down <clears throat> that coast uh, of Gambia, Sierra Leone, uh, Senegal, Liberia, um, all of them are guilty um, in, that, in that slave trade. And so, yes, we definitely need to hear from them as well. And, and if, if nothing else, what, what those people in Africa today ought to do is have um, some type of, uh, first of all, a, a, an apology, a public apology on behalf of their forefathers, of what they did to us, but they ought to welcome us to come over there and for us to get an education of Africa, because our people here have no knowledge of Africa and where we came from whatsoever. They don't even know what, what they're learning from the Bible is from Africa. They have no idea of that. They think all that stuff came from out of London somewhere. And, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to all my brothers and sisters on, on the continent that I do know, and I'll reach out to some of those that are here in, in this country as well and get them on. And Brother Brian, I want, I want you to come on live next week and, and be prepared to um, deal with it. And uh, I will definitely let you know, Brother Brian, and I uh, want you and Brother Daryl and, and all of the people from your show, and you guys should be starting up, I guess, about the first part of November, I mean, September. And so um, definitely, and we want everybody, if I can get people from 10,000 miles away to get on this show, I want you guys to get people within 10 blocks of your home to get on this show as well. So I will do my job, but I need all of you guys to do yours. Can I get a commitment from everybody? 
Yes, we're going to do it. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. Brother Brian Carter, is that a commitment from New Jersey? And just type it in the box there, brother. <laughs> okay, he said yes. Okay. All right, so we got a commitment. I'll do my job. You guys do yours. And we'll reconvene next Saturday, 1 o'clock New York time, 10 o- 12 o'clock Dallas time, and 10 o'clock L.A., San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose time. Let's pick it up next week. You're listening to United We Stand. I'm Galaxy Chief. I'm going to end with Hotep and Assalamualaikum. Bye.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.